0: The year is 2003. Tom is your first friend on MySpace. 50 Cent costs a dollar on iTunes. The Terminator becomes the Governator. And nobody can find those weapons of mass destruction. T-minus 20. Rewind 20 years with Joe and Mel. Week of 17 August 2003.
1: T-minus 20. The rest is history. It's
2: really here to nominate two house fans. If you think you're stupid, you're full of crap. give me a hell yeah oh. Welcome to Jackass yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Feel the kind that likes to rewind? Then this is the show for you It's Joe and Mel with T-20 The podcast where we do rewind to this week in history 20 years ago G'day Mel
1: Hello 20 years ago was 2003. Yes. And we're looking at the week of the 17th to the 23rd of August. And what, pray tell,
0: on the 17th or in the week of the 17th Mm -hmm. to the 23rd of August Mm -hmm. is happening... Mel. Mm.
1: Okay. Sorry, I thought you were going to say something else.
0: <laughs> I thought I was too, but it's been a long it a day. It's a dramatic pause. It's been a long day. And, it has. And sometimes, I was watching, was it Mitch McConnell the other day? It was like, you know how old he is. He's like a bazillion years old. He was doing a speech in mm. front of Congress and he just paused. He just stopped. And then somebody came over to him This is in front of the entire, like he's in the lectern, in front yes. of all the press. He so it wasn't for dramatic stopped. effect? No. Was and he then, asleep? Well, no. <laughs> huh just One of his advisors just comes stopped. up and goes, "Would you like to go back to your office now?" He's he like, "Yes, please." Okay. They ah. took him away. And okay. sometimes I, I, can
1: kind of relate. You just, you just had a moment. Sorry, what is happening this week? All right, we've got a chief justice in trouble for his workplace trinkets. Yes, just be a warning to everyone who brings trinkets. No whiskey their trolls their desk. on your
0: desk or Any anything motivational like that? quotes. Do you, what have you got on your desk? You've got a few things, don't I've you?
1: I've got a picture of uh, Ron Swanson. Great. That says, uh, "Don't half-ass anything. Whole-ass it."
0: Yeah, that's good. So that's good a nice, advice. Nice credo. Good motivation For you and our kids. That's lovely.
1: On my desk, um, and I've got a crocheted plant because you're not allowed to have real plants. Yeah, because they—I don't know why. There's some rule. Some rule. We well, can't have plants. So I've got a crocheted. Somebody might have
0: an anaphylactic reaction. I don't know. I don't
1: know why. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Look, I understand. Some people are averse to plants. Anyway, so this
1: will be a warning to all of you desk trinket people. Pauline Hanson is in hot water this time, 20 is years ago. It's yes. a
0: good place for her to be.
1: Jessica Simpson, Jess Simps mm. Album and TV show wow. A very big week for her A
0: double headed attack mm. from Jessica Simpson
1: Nelly is back in the charts yep. For 2003 And Freddie V Jason
0: That's it, the big horror movie death match That was so hyped amongst a lot of fans And just ended up being incredibly
1: Oh, oh that's a shame, I was going to say It fe- feels like that's something that you would be into oh, It was
0: okay it just didn't, you know, it's, there's no reason to put them together Really? Oh. I didn't think.
1: You surprised I me. I
0: like them as standalone products.
1: Okay.
0: I mean, it's, it's okay. Like, it was mm. good. It's just I just liked them separate.
1: Oh, yeah. I would have yeah. thought this one, you would have been into it. I was compartmentalised
0: with my horror movie characters. I liked having Freddy in his spot and Jason in his spot and Michael Myers in his spot and Pinhead mm. in their spot and Chucky. Chucky is always a bit weird. Anyway.
1: I yeah. have um, some more questions of things that you may or may not have been into. Really? Yes, the I nev- love a good quiz. Never have I ever old farts edition. Oh, really? Well, it's called the retro edition. But I'm is, going to say old farts this edition. Is like
0: an icebreaker. Okay. Yes. God, we've been married for a decade, and you, now you want to trot out an icebreaker? This is
1: how you know you're old. Actually, it's not an icebreaker. Okay. This is just to confirm that you're old.
0: It's a hip breaker. <laughs> <laughs> you sure. Okay, you know you're you're ready? Old. Yep, yep.
1: Never have I ever mm-hmm. used a rotary phone.
0: I have used a rotary phone.
1: Used a floppy disk.
0: I have used a floppy disk.
1: Used a typewriter.
0: I have used a typewriter. I went to, I had typewriter classes at school.
1: Maybe speaking.
0: I don't know, but it was. Oh like no, she S- computer. F G space semicolon L K J. Do you remember
1: doing the way F F F J J J F J F J F F F J J J?
0: I didn't get that, that was
2: far. Year I eight typing. Didn't get that far. Anyway, I did so it good. In year seven, okay, yeah.
1: Never have I ever taken photos with a film camera.
0: I have taken photos with a film camera. What a and what a folly that exercise is! <laughs> you always end up with like there'll be one good photograph in a twenty four exposure roll. Yes, mm. yes,
1: risky as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to music on a CD.
0: I have listened to music on a CD.
1: Listen to music on a cassette tape.
0: I have definitely listened to music on a cassette Listen
1: tape. Listen to music on a vinyl record.
0: Of course, I still do. It's Dumb like question. all the rage these days.
1: Listen to music on a Walkman.
0: Yes, indeed. On the bus.
1: Listen to music on a boombox.
0: Yes, I had a boombox in my bedroom.
1: Watched a video from a VHS tape. Of
0: course I did.
1: Sent or received a fax. Absolutely. I do remember you sending a fax once to the the Gambling and Racing Commission when we worked at the Radio station. Oh yeah.
0: Well, of course. I remember you sending that. Because I needed to get a permit done, toot sweet, for a competition that I'd forgotten about. It's
1: quite an erratic fax. I wanted to make sure I had it a was permit was Very, number. very erratic. Yes. Uh, but you did found It was erratic,
0: speech. not an erotic fax. <laughs> no. I have sent an erotic fax as well. Have but that's you? a story for another have time. Have you? Mm.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yep. How, never have I ever had a MySpace account. Um. Well, we. we I made you one so yeah. we can say yes. Yeah. I, I don't know that I actually published it, but I. It's a thought that counts. Mm. Never have I ever. Look, I think this is American. Mm. Um, had an AOL email address, so I will accept. No. I will accept Hotmail.
0: I never had a Hotmail address. You didn't have a Hotmail. No, I wasn't really into the whole email. I thing. had a Hotmail. I got my email address very late in the game, and it started with a work email.
1: Oh, okay. I had mm. a Hotmail. Yeah. So I'll say yes on behalf of that one. Never have I ever accessed the internet by dial-up.
0: Oh, well, I've definitely done that.
1: Used a phone book. Yes. Sent a postcard. Yes. Used a paper map to get somewhere. Uh, absolutely. Owned a dictionary. Yes. Owned an encyclopedia.
3: <laughs>
0: No, never owned an encyclopedia. Oh, used to borrow one from the library.
1: But
3: never yes, owned
0: one. and then they'd say, "Don't copy it out of the encyclopedia." So the sentence Just would be like, the "You know, the British Empire was founded by or whatever." And I would go, "Such and such founded the British."
1: Yes. that's very good. <laughs> a, yeah, yeah. Well, you turned it in Didn't from from it. passive voice to active voice Thanks as well. Very that's much. good. Yep, yep. good. Uh, never have I ever paid for something with a paper check. I,
0: I I've never. Written and paid for something.
1: Oh no! We'll also yes. accept money order. No, I have send a check yep. or money order. Certainly care have. of, yep. PO box. Yep,
0: done that. You're old. Yeah.
1: So you had yes for pretty much all of those. Yeah, we'll put that. We'll put that on the socials. I didn't need you to tell. So me everyone that. else can play along. I'm never at home.
0: have I ever. I think I, what did I just score <laughs> like ninety nine percent there.
1: Yes, like you weren't drinking for each one. You weren't taking a shot. Or this could be a very interesting show. <laughs>
0: Never have I ever not correctly guessed the Hatch Match Dispatch clue.
1: Well, you make it, so you should know the I'm answer. I'm asking you. Oh, me? Yeah. Well, I know who they are. That doesn't count. <sighs>
0: that's probably the segue we've done since we started this show but anyway, I supposed to say something else no it doesn't matter oh, okay. um we're doing the hatch match and dispatch clue we've got us the segment at the end of the show is our birth deaths and marriages you know how it works this week it's this celebrity that was born a Ooh. hatch a, and it is a celebrity last week was I don't know idiom in in hindsight probably not the best I mean I yeah
1: it's like, well, look it, it it comes under dispatch doesn't just, yeah. It just needs to be some... Celebrity loo- loosely, celebrity, we use the term loosely. Celebrity historical
0: figure. Last week I did the modern-day equivalent of Adolf Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think. Anyway, this one is somebody who was born, who's having a birthday, we're celebrating mm. a birth. It's it's much more
1: Fairly just good person from all accounts.
3: Reasonably vanilla. My message to the youth would be, I think... St- the most important thing I've learned, at least, um, is don't make temporary decisions. Sorry, don't make permanent decisions based off of temporary emotions.
0: See, that's really good advice. That's what I did last week.
3: A message I mean, to the youth.
0: Yeah.
1: If, you're turning, if, if you were born this time 20 years ago, you are the youth. Yes,
0: well, he's sharing a message with his fellow youth, right. and it's good advice. That is don't good advice. Don't make permanent decisions based mm. on temporary emotions. And last week, temporary emotion. I don't know what I'm going to do for the clue. Oh, great idea, Idi in. Poor form. Poor form. Now, that's a permanent decision based on a feeling that I had at the time that was clearly the wrong feeling to have.
1: Well, you needed a death and mm. he died. Mm. I, mm. I think it's fine.
0: I feel like it's time for the news. The news for this week, 20 years ago, on the 20th of August, former One Nation leader Pauline Hansen and David Etrich are sentenced to three years jail for electoral fraud.
1: Are you xenophobic? Please explain.
0: Okay, well, Pauline Hanson is an Australian politician who is the founder of the One Nation Party, a right-wing populist party. Hanson has represented Queensland in the Australian Senate since the 2016 federal election. She got back in.
1: She did. She started off running a fish and chip shop. Oh, much like Reggie. Reggie yeah. in Chip Shop.
0: Yes, very different from Reggie as, though. A little bit more divisive than Reggie. Mm. Mm.
1: She entered politics in ninety four as a member of the Ipswich City Council in her home state, then joined the Liberal Party in ninety five. Was yep. pre selected for Oxley in Brisbane in the ninety six election, mm. and. It was really some statements that she made in 96 where she – people started to know who she was. There was quite a few headlines after a bit of a warning that she put out in the the mid-90s around Asian immigration. Yes,
0: it was that maiden speech Mm -hmm. in Parliament.
1: I believe we are in danger of being swamped by Asians. They have their own culture and religion, form ghettos and do not assimilate of course i will be called racist but if i can invite who i want into my home then i should have the right to have a say in who comes into my country
0: so clearly not ordering the chinese food on uber eats
1: no mm. no I, I haven't seen too many asian ghettos either in, in australia no <laughs> I'm, I'm no not really understanding that
0: uh, look i i look uh I mean, there's I, there's a lot that could be said about it, but I honestly think that that speaks for itself.
1: Yeah, I think mm. it does. She was disendorsed shortly before the election after making contentious comments about Indigenous Australians, but she remained listed as a Liberal on the ballot paper. She won the election and took her seat as an Independent, and then she co-founded One Nation in 1997, becoming its only MP. mm her party actually experienced a surge in popularity in 1998 in the Queensland state election.
0: Of course. Of course, the, it was in Queensland. The yes.
1: second highest number of votes of any party in the state. Mm. She was defeated though and she unsuccessfully contested the 2001 election as leader of One Nation but ended up becoming expelled from her own party, the party that she founded, she got expelled from in 2002.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a rabble. They didn't Mm. all get along. They didn't play nicely. Yes, Mm.
1: there was a few different views. Do you know why? Because they never
0: bonded over a good Chinese meal. That's why. (laughs) That would have so that would have been the great leveler, you know, yes. Pauline and the other members of the party. Yes. If they had of like you know Thursday so like night, like country,
1: country, pay week, pay week, small country town, yeah, Chinese restaurant. Go out to
0: like you know Kudamundra Maxim's yes. Chinese restaurant, yes. Chinese at the RSL, something mm. you know, mm. have a good win on the on the on the TAB. Nothing like a Chinese lazy Susan
1: meal. to bring people together,
0: right? Exactly, mm. bit of yum cha perhaps, yes. something to bond over, you know. But anyway. no, they didn't have right. that, and I think that might have been partially why things weren't going that well. Over it. It's just a theory. It's purely speculation. That's a really
1: good theory. It's not
0: fact, but I do think it's a I good theory. I think it's theory. a
1: good theory. She's kicked out in 2002 and then this week, 20 yes. years ago in 2003, she's found guilty of electoral fraud by a Queensland district court. Mm. The charges were related to the 98 Queensland state election where it was alleged that the party had breached electoral laws by falsely registering the party and providing false documentation. Now, what they what they were accused of doing mm. was passing off a list of 500 supporters yep. as genuine paid-up members of one nation. Yep. So that they could register the party and get the electoral funding. So yep. apparently you have to have that. Again, to pure, be registered. purely
0: speculation. We're mm. talking about 20 years ago. Do you mm. reckon that they sent that registration in via fax?
1: <laughs> maybe.
0: And that I'm um, just, you know, maybe could have had something to do with it.
1: She was also facing separate charges at the time over allegations that she'd used political funds for personal expenditure. I mean, that's
0: such a fine line. Like, she's a politician. So if she's spending funds, that is political expenditure.
1: Mm. Well, Mm. her response to it all was rubbish, I'm not guilty, it's a joke.
0: But she was convicted. So it didn't matter what she said, whether it was rubbish or not. She was convicted on three counts of electoral fraud and sentenced to three years in prison. Mm. She went to jail. She, mm. Pauline Hansen did time. She did. She yes. did time. During a time that she did, she maintained that the charges were politically motivated and that she was innocent. But mm-hmm. that's what everyone, what are you in here for? Well, I'm innocent. Mm. However, the court found her guilty based on the evidence presented during the trial. In 2003, after 11 weeks of serving her sentence inside Brisbane Women's Correctional Centre, Pauline was actually released on appeal Mm. pending a full review of her case and the Queensland Court of Appeal later overturned her conviction in 2003, which meant she was free. So Mm. obviously it was rubbish. Pauline Pauline won the day. Mm. Today she's back. She's a senator for Queensland, leader of Pauline Hanson's One yes. Nation. Pauline Hanson's One Nation. So
1: is that a different One Nation? Is that like a rival? Is there two One Nations now? Have they split? Are they rivals? I don't quite understand. I have I haven't really followed One Nation closely. Well,
0: it's a One Nation where if you've got your name in front of the title, mm. they can't really kick you out of the party. Oh, it's, it's, there's okay. definitely a lot more That's job very, security. That's
1: sp- a very strategic move, yes, because it can't be Pauline Hanson's One, One Nation if yeah. Pauline Hansen's yeah. not in
0: it. It's like writing your name on the milk yes. in the group Okay, house. Good point. Yeah. Good Pauline point. Hansen's One Nation, so okay. she is. I do remember back in the day... Do you remember pulling pants down?
1: Oh, yes. The the, the, the
0: parody s- song? The
1: song. This is like Wickham. all of that, that were grabs of her, weren't they? It was they? a really
0: good example of early viral mm. videos. I
1: don't like it when you turn my voice about. I don't like it when you vote one nation out. My language has been murdered. My language has been murdered. My shopping trolley murdered. My groceries just gone. One, two, free six seven,
3: eight races, rubbish races, racist. one, two, free six, seven, eight races, rubbish racist, feel the heat. I don't
0: like it. I actually um hung out a little bit with Pauline Pants down at the Arias. Oh, did you? Yeah, a really nice guy.
1: <laughs> was Was Pauline Pants down a drag queen?
0: Well yes, but I believe that it was more I, I don't think. I think, in the true sense of the word, like if you if you're actually somebody who is a drag artist, you would mm. probably frown on that label for that particular person because it okay. was a parody, very much yeah. a comedic character. Yeah, but yes, it was a guy in drag dressed as Paul yeah. Hanson. Yeah, so um, and very funny. Um, very surprised at the level of fame.
1: Really, at didn't that expect time. it to take off, and
0: very much just riding the wave. Yeah, as you is, would, you know, as you would, I guess. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of court drama between Pauline Pantsdown and Pauline Hanson as well.
1: Oh, she took. Yeah, into she court. did, and I believe she won
0: as well. Wow. Anyway, that's a story for another time. Let's mm. move over to the 22nd of August, where Alabama—I mean, Alabama of all places. Hmm. I feel like Pauline would probably visit this guy. Alabama Chief (laughs) Justice Roy Moore is suspended after refusing to comply with a federal court order. He was the Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of Alabama and had been since 2001. He was removed from his position in November 2003 by the Alabama Court of the Judiciary for refusing to remove a (laughs) Ten Commandments monument.
1: And he'd been in trouble with the Ten Commandments before, so he was a judge in the nineties. Yes, and he had a a homemade wooden Ten Commandments plaque on his wall. Mm. He made it himself out of wood, mm. probably etched it. Did so carved it? Sure, I think I think okay. etching is I mean appropriate for the more, Ten Commandments. Much etching.
0: more um, authentic if he chiseled it in stone. <laughs> Yes, you know, yes. Well, taken it up too to heavy. a mountain and got lightning to chisel <laughs> too, it in stone form. Too, for too heavy to hang on the wall. Yeah. So he
1: made it out of wood and put it on his wall. And he got in trouble because he was presiding over a murder case mm. um, and the defendant's attorney said, look, I object to this plaque. And he was also doing prayers before um, court mm. so they'd have an opening prayer. Very religious,
0: just, very right-wing judge. This they
1: they yeah. objected. He got in trouble. He had to take his homemade plaque down. And mm. Take it home. Mm. So, you know, trinkets at work, you've got to think about it. Well, maybe it. he's
0: just, you know, he's a judge. Hmm. Ten Commandments, it's pretty good reference card. It guide. is a bit judgy, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Thou shalt not kill, presiding a murder case. Hmm. Did you kill someone? I'm guilty. Okay. Well, according to that thing up there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you think it was helping him, mm. helping him in his job? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's like a quick reference guide, <laughs> yes. like a task card. <laughs> Yeah.
1: His Judge Task Card. Exactly. Wow.
0: Handed down by God himself.
1: Yes. Mm. Okay, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he got rid of that one, but this time 20 years ago, he's mm. go big or go home. He yeah. got a monument. He decided. Did he? I'm getting a Ten Commandments monument. He rebuilt him. He designed it himself. Like the,
0: like the big prawn <laughs> or the big banana? <laughs> the big the commandments. Big, the big Ten Commandments. <laughs>
1: Felt like it. It was uh, made out of granite. Uh, Good, that's authentic. Five thousand two hundred eighty pounds. I feel like the original ones might have been sandstone. So that's two thousand three hundred ninety kilos. Three feet. Commandments. Three feet wide. Yeah. uh, Four feet deep. Covered with. I
0: think you should do it in cubits in the old measurements. (laughs) You know. (laughs)
1: It wasn't just the Ten Commandments, though. He, he, he peppered it with other things as well. The Declaration of Independence. Oh, really? A few quotes from that. Oh. A couple of quotes from the National Anthem and a few bits and bobs from the Founding Fathers. But oh, it, wow. was, it was the crowning element that uh, was the Ten Commandments, which were two large carved tablets that sat on top of the granite block mm. right. uh, inscribed with the Ten Commandments. It was ordered from Vermont, ordered and shipped, and he found someone to sculpt it for him in Alabama.
0: So he paid for it, did he? I
1: uh, don't know that it was, was it his money. money? I'm not sure because hmm. he did it without the consent or knowledge of the other judges Oh crikey. in uh, the courtroom and they weren't happy. So I'm going to make the assumption that it wasn't out of his own pocket. Right. So he had it transported in 2001 mm. to the state judicial building and installed it in the rotunda. So oh, it had wow. its own rotunda. It would have taken up
0: a lot of room in the rotunda. It's
1: very heavy. Mm. They videotaped the event and then Ooh. they sold the videotapes of the event uh, via an evangelical media outlet oh, in Florida. Yeah. Okay. And the sales of the tapes they later used to cover his legal expenses.
0: What was the, what do you reckon the trailer would have been for that video? Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's the right-wing Christian event of the year. Do, <laughs> do, 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 do. Unbelievable. Yes, the
1: Ten Commandments monument. Come mm. and see it. Come mm. one, come all. Mm. Uh, he held a press conference.
0: Take two tablets and call <laughs> me in the morning. <laughs>
1: The next morning he yes. had a press conference. He didn't yes. he didn't call anyone, he right. just had a press conference uh, in the rotunda to public publicly unveil the monument. Right. But then in 2002 the ACLU the American Civil Liberties Union yeah, filed like a lawsuit it. against him arguing that the display of the 10 commandments in a government building violates the first amendment's establishment clause which prohibits the government from promoting or endorsing a particular religion. He
0: wasn't very happy about it and he actually it went to trial.
1: Yes, it was quite a big deal. Yeah,
0: the Glassroth versus Moore trial, in fact. <laughs> uh, on October 15, 2002, this trial starts. He argues that he's not – the monument's going nowhere. Well, right? it's heavy. It weighs a ton. Yes. It's in the rotunda, and in the rotunda <laughs> it shall stay. Okay. <laughs> Not going to remove it because it'll (laughs) violate his oath of office, which he stated in the preamble of the Alabama Constitution that in order to establish justice, we must invoke the favor and guidance of Almighty God.
1: Mm. Mm. But in November, a federal judge rules in favor of the plaintiffs, saying, "No, soz, mate, get your Ten Commandments out of the rotunda. Not cool. You have not cool.
0: You've got to take that." down. Like put a garden <laughs> gnome in there or something, would you? It's just something a little less offensive.
1: Yes. Mm. Yes, it goes against the HR rules. Mm. He had until the 20th of August 2003 to get his commandments out. Otherwise, the state of Alabama, not him, the state of Alabama faced fines of $5,000 per day. Right.
0: Until it was removed. So this is what this is. This is the due date the right due now. Date. 20th of August We've 2003.
1: Hit the due date, right? Pack it up.
0: Pack it up, pack
1: it in, get your commandments out of the rotunda. Mm. Then on the 14th of August 2003, he announced his intention to defy the judge's order to have it removed. And two days later, large rallies in support of him and his commandments formed out the front of the building.
0: Yeah, look, (laughs) I don't, I mean, I don't know a lot about Roy Moore. It, and but I know a little bit now after watching that rally, and it's reminiscent of. Um, I'd like to say it looks a bit like those Trump rallies, but really? then it also sounds a little bit like Ku Klux Klan rallies. Oh, is that? Can I say that? I don't know. He, he like he re- starts reciting religious poetry that he has written. Just have a listen.
2: Our children are told they can't pray in school, Hello, and they teach them evolution. Why can't they see the fear of God is the only true solution? Yeah. Our schools have become the battleground while all across the land, Christians just shrug their shoulders, afraid to take a stand. And from the grave, you can hear their voices crying. The victory's already been won. Just glorify the Father as did His only Son. And When your work on this earth is done, and when you've traveled where they trod, you'll leave the land that was left to you. One nation.
1: And um, was that Pauline's one nation or just the generic one nation? <laughs> it doesn't. It's Roy Moore's one. Nation. Right. Okay. Yeah. Hang on. Just let
0: me just.
2: Our children are told they can't pray in school, Hello, and they teach them evolution. Why
0: can't they see the fear of God is the only true solution? They teach them evolution, like as in science. Yes. Why can't they see that fear of God is the only true solution? Imagine that. Imagine if you were going through school and and, and all they taught you to do is be scared of God. Yes. How traumatising would that be every time there was a thunderstorm? (laughs) Oh, what have I done now?
1: So did all of that rhyme?
0: Yeah, he wrote a poem, he did.
1: I didn't realise that it rhymed. His mm. delivery, he could have delivered a lot better. Yeah. A bit more slam poetry style bit and more I would slam have poetry? understood that it rhymed. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't much yeah.
0: slam in that poetry. No, um, no,
1: but 4,000 people mm, turned up. It's a big
0: rally, um, big he, rally for a statue.
1: He hit the uh, time limit of August 20 and it yeah. was still in the rotunda. Mm. So then eight members of the Alabama Supreme Court intervened the next day on the 21st and they unanimously overrule him and ordered the removal of the monument. Right. The next day he's suspended. Yes. From the Chief Justice position pending a hearing by the court... And on the twenty seventh of August, you'll be pleased to know the monument is finally moved to a non-public side room in the judicial building. Oh, it's so in it's the still building. there, but they've hidden it in I a side room. might be- have, like,
0: put it in his backyard. <laughs>
1: it's In a side next building. to a
0: water feature or something. <laughs>
1: they couldn't remove it like a immediately. A holy water feature. No, they couldn't take it off site because it was too friggin' heavy. <laughs> it's <was> too. crane. <laughs> <need> a crane. <laughs> they couldn't get it out. Um, and there were a few legal hearings that had to happen. And they were worried that it would break through the floor if it was (laughs) taken through the building. Really? Yes. Yes. Uh, It wasn't actually removed from the building until July 19, 2004.
0: That's a long time. That's a long time. In November, he actually was guilty, found guilty, by the Alabama Court of the Judiciary. Of violating judicial ethics, including failing to follow a federal court over. And that removed him from a position of chief justice. Finally, thank goodness. So his career comes to an end, uh, in 2004, but he runs for all these political offices and you probably heard mm. shades of that happening at the rally anyway, including the Senate. In 2017, unfortunately, uh, old Roy gets uh, accused of sexual misconduct. Mm. And he's denied that so far. I'm not really sure of the outcome of that. I,
1: yeah, I don't know what the outcome was, but there were quite a few women that came forward. Mm. Um, but he denied it and I think whoever he was running for, a lot of members of that party recommended that he stand down. But Trump's actually supported him, supported his denial.
0: Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Well, he's probably sitting there going, look, I've got a l- list of ten rules here and I... <laughs> That I've carved out of my own timber. And actually, if you'd like, I can refer you to my big stone version of these rules and there's nothing in the wording of these rules Mm. that mention any of the sexual misconduct Mm. that you were accusing me of. I didn't covet your wife. I didn't kill anyone. Mm. I didn't, I don't know. What are the other
1: other ones? They're the only ones I can remember. (laughs) Covet thy neighbour's wife. Murder. What else is there?
0: Okay, ready? You've
1: got the list. Okay, sorry. Let's
0: go. The definitive list. And I'm a little disappointed.
1: Are we doing the Never Have I Ever again?
0: Never have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> you shall have no other gods before me, number one. Okay. Oh, dear. You shall not make idols, number two. I'm not do- doing very well with the you Never Have Australian I You watched Australian Idol. Exactly. And you voted. Everyone did. <laughs> you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Oh, Jesus Oh, Jesus Christ. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Massive Black Sabbath fan, so I'm good there. Yes, you're fine. Honour your father and your mother. Mm -hmm. You shall not murder. Definitely okay with that one. Yeah, okay, yeah. You shall not commit adultery. Is there anything you want to tell me?
1: You looked a little bit funny then. I absolutely did not. Never have I I I ever.
0: I look funny all the time. (laughs) You shall not steal. Oh, dear. Uh, Mm. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbour. What does that mean?
1: Is that lying about your neighbour?
0: Well, I don't know. I haven't made up any stories about my neighbours. No, I've, I okay. do I tend good. to spend a lot of time with them. I tend to keep to myself. You shall not covet. Well, I don't covet.
1: So there's two covets. There's like a general covet, and there's a covet that relates to your neighbour's wife. Is that right? I think
0: covet like is about porking your neighbour's missus. Yeah.
1: No, but isn't there? Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife.
0: I'm just going – look, I'm have on, on lifehopeandtruth.com okay, and that's what it sorry. says. Let's see if there's another list. Well, oh, so
1: that didn't have covet thy neighbour's wife.
0: Well, this is like – this says – as recorded in Exodus twenty and Deuteronomy five, like we're really getting maybe down you to, could
1: get a picture of his uh, tent- monument. Have a look Thou at the monument. Ha-
0: okay, let's do it with the thousand stuff. Yeah, okay, I don't want to look great. at the monument. Okay, I'm, I feel like we're giving this guy monument. a lot of time. Uh, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy, honour Mm. thy father and thy mother, Mm -hmm. thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal. That's a bit better. That's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you done any of those?
1: No. No, I'm good.
0: Have you not done any of those? (laughs) Technology. It's (laughs) technology time. I don't reckon those guys down in Alabama would be big fans of technology. No, no. 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 The devil's work. They're still carving it in stone.
1: <laughs> 18th of August 2003, we have Adobe Audition released. Now, this is the audio program formerly known as Cool Edit. Mm-hmm. It's a digital audio workstation which allows you to record, mix, edit and export audio. Cool Edit Pro was initially released in '92 as a software product by developer Future Wave Software, designed for Windows-based computers and known for its user-friendly interface and wide range of audio editing it's, features. It's a bit
0: self-indulgent this uh, technology segment. I feel uh, we've got a soft spot But I for mean, this one. I I grew up editing audio mm. initially with razor blades and tape. Yes, and. Uh, and I moved over to Cool Mine
1: edit. was TDK yeah. SA90 in front of the TV.
0: Well, yeah, well, so you, you, you're you talking cassette tapes. Yes. But I'm talking like real to real tapes. I know. With splicing blocks and razor blades and the, the odd cut to my finger. <laughs> I actually bled for my art or somebody else's art. I was just being paid to do it. But um, when we moved over to Cool Edit, mm. wowee. That was a game changer. And it was a little bit hard to cope with at first. I was like, I don't like it. And then within a few days, I was like, I love it. It was well, it wonderful. had
1: effects and filters and reverb and echo. Did it have flange? Would have had flange. Yeah, it for definitely sure. had a bit of flange. Um, Noise reduction, equalization.
0: The best thing about it was it was quick. It was so quick. And if you made a mistake, you could press undo. And when you were yeah. splicing tape, if you made yeah. a mistake, you were pretty much buggered. So it was good from that respect. And then.
1: It was quite a game changer and it really sort of hit the home market in the late 90s, early 2000s home recording. And it was quite affordable at the time, so it meant that people could actually start dabbling in audio recording mm. at home using yeah. their own computer. But it was also pretty big with musicians and sound engineers and radio stations. Yeah. Lots of radio stations used it, particularly when you were recording callers. Yeah. Um, and doing segments, or you're recording interviews ahead of your show. Cool Edit was the one that you used. Yep. Commercials, jingles, voiceovers. Because I think it had multi-track as well, didn't it? It did. And mm. the,
0: the funny thing is, is, is not a lot has changed. I don't no. think. There's extra features and things, but the, the, the interface still looks and feels very mm. much the same as when I first used to use it with the waveform, and you could play with the waveform and cut bits and pieces out of the waveform, and it's still. The, uh, as a podcasting nerd and as a production nerd, it's still my favorite. Yeah, but I don't use it anymore. And the reason yeah. why I don't use it anymore is because I can't stand the mm. Adobe subscription model. Yeah, where you have to pay like this repetitive fee over and over again, and it's quite expensive for a year.
1: It's expensive because you can't just buy Audition on its own. Because you used to be able to buy, yeah, you used to be able to buy discs of it. Yep. And then it moved to the online subscription model. But you can't just buy the audio editing program for a reasonable fee. You have to package it up. And I think it works out. Because I I bought it for a year or so because I, I love it. I love it. It's so easy to use. It's so intuitive. The interface is nice. Mm. It just works, whereas some of these other ones, when you get into things like Pro Tools, mm. there's just too much going yeah, on. There's too Pro much for, for what I want. Like mm. Pro Tools is great if you're producing commercials and soundtracks and bands and things like that. But when you're just recording and editing voice, too many bells and whistles. Mm. And I loved cool edits, so I actually purchased Audition. But – then you had to get this whole cloud subscription with other different programs and it is mm. it works out so expensive.
0: Yeah, it really does. It's it's not much bang for your buck if you are if that's not, all you want. If you're not doing it as as part of a business or as part of a studio and you can write some of that off on tax and you're making enough revenue to kind of mm. cover your costs, that it's it's just too much to be used in a domestic capacity, I think. Which is why as much as I love it. I also hate it for that reason. It's just like, just make it a bit easier. Anyway, it was, but it was, you know, it's like I said, it's it's my favourite. I just I can't use it.
3: <laughs> That's why I hate it.
1: When it when it was first released under the Adobe banner twenty years ago, it was used in film and TV. Uh, it was it was really good for post production sound design, foley. Um, also, believe a couple of pretty big bands used it over time, including Nine Inch Nails. Yes,
0: indeed. And Trent Reznor is one of the best producers mm. on the planet, just an incredible music producer, and he used Cool Edit Pro to record some of his early albums, including The Downward Spiral in 1994, which has just this fantastic
2: song. All are all I, know. I give
3: you all that you want. Take the skin doesn't it make you feel better? The pigs have one tonight
2: They can all sleep soundly And everything is alright that was
0: Nine Inch Nails with March of the Pigs from the album The Downward Spiral. March of the Pigs about the Adobe board of directors who put in the <laughs> subscription model. Uh, yeah, it's so they purchased Cool Edit Pro from Centrillium in May 2003. $16.5 million wow. they paid for that. And this big loop library and all of that sort of stuff. And now they've integrated into Adobe Creative Suite and you can't get it without subscribing. It is music time, not produced on, uh, if Adobe want to sponsor.
1: <laughs> you want to give us a free subscription? I'll to, completely
0: uh, change audition. my tone. I'll yeah. sell out in a heartbeat. I told you I love the we program. We do love
1: it, yes. Just give me a free we just, copy of we it. We just don't need all of the other programs that come in the bundle.
0: Make it easier. Mm. Make it easier for me. I don't need to encode <laughs> Like,
1: just make it easier. Oh, it is a beautiful program. Anyway, over to the charts. Charts: UK and Australian ones are looking exactly the same as the previous week. R. Kelly number one in Australia, and We're boring, aren't we? Cobloaf still number one in the UK.
0: Yeah, radio. Okay, US charts. Here we go. Yes. Bye.
1: say still number one with crazy in love chingy number two right there pimp has moved up to number three 50 cent featuring snoop Dogg. we have a new entry this week shake your tail feather nelly p diddy and murphy lee in at number four and never leave you lumity number
0: five so i know who nelly and p diddy are who's murphy lee
1: Murphy Lee was from the St. Lunatics, who mm. that was like Millie's kind of side project. Right. I think Millie was in the band, and then when he became big, he tried to kind of bring St. Lunatics along, kind of like what Eminem did with D12, mm. similar kind of thing. And Murphy Lee was in. St. Lunatics, they brought an, brought out an album called Free City, I think, a little bit after Nellyville came out. I had it. I loved it, but it didn't really do too well. But anyway, Murphy Lee, he's pretty good, so he got him on the song.
0: Cool. I zoned out then.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs>
0: Sorry. I, just, I just kept thinking, like, because the song Shake Your Tail Feather, right? Mm. And I, like, because I'm old, I'm just like, no, that's from the Blues Brothers soundtrack.
1: <laughs> no, it's from the Bad Boys Two soundtrack.
0: Oh goodness me!
1: It wasn't on. I don't think it's on Nelly's album. I think it's only on the soundtrack. And it eventually gets to number one in the US. It's Nelly's third number one, and Diddy's fifth. And at the time, Diddy was the rapper with the most number one hits. Was it, he? Yeah. Now that's Drake, so Drake's overtaken him, mm. but, um. Did he? Quite a big deal, early 2000s.
0: Yeah, king of the castle. So yeah. Drake is now the king of the castle with all of that sort of I stuff. I believe so. I saw that thing where the lady threw the massive bra up on stage at Drake a few weeks ago.
1: Massive, yeah. as in like large cup it was a size? big bra. Like she had
0: big cans, big like. Double E's? Do, I don't F's, know, maybe G's, F's, something where? like that. Like, could have been G's.
1: Like you could put on your head, kind of like Well, a I hat. think he did
0: that. I think he was did blown he? away by how extraordinary it was. And then Playboy were like, what winning. colour was it? Was it beige? I think it was black. I don't know. Oh, that's okay. But then Playboy were like, look at the size of that bra. We need to get that woman in the magazine. And I'm like, has it really come to this? Like, is that where we're at Yes, right now? Yeah.
1: Well, if you're going to chuck your bra up on stage. Imagine being made
0: famous by throwing your underwear at Jake.
1: Did you say Jake?
0: I said, Jake. (laughs) I think.
1: It's funny because as soon as I think large bra, I just think it would have been beige. I should yeah. stop thinking like that. Yeah, just because just
0: because your bras are beige these days.
1: <laughs> they are. Never
0: have I ever wore a beige bra. <laughs> I'm
1: tapping oh, out. God,
0: so am I. Well,
1: it works well under various coloured outfits. Anyway, I know. I'm so tapping out too. Forget the bras. Mm. Back to Shaky Tail Feather. Mm. Um, the song is basically just Nelly, Diddy, and Murphy Lee talking about how much they love women shaking their asses. Well, that's, that's the whole song.
0: I mean, who doesn't? They're only human.
1: It was, like I said, from the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack, and the soundtrack itself reached number one on the album's chart. It achieved platinum status. To be honest, it's kind of just a Diddy album. So I actually love this story. Diddy heard that another Bad Boys movie was coming out. Right. What's Diddy's label called?
0: Bad Boy.
1: Bad Boy Records. mm and it wasn't doing so well. So Diddy calls up. Who made the movie? Jerry Bruckheimer. Jerry Bruckheimer. And Will Smith was in it, mm. right? So he allegedly called them up and said, hey, guys, it's Diddy. Um, can I do your soundtrack for Bad Boys 2? Is
0: that how he did it?
1: He said it's Diddy.
0: Really? He didn't, he didn't ring him up and he was like, y'all know
2: damn well.
1: Probably said that as well. Yeah. yeah. Probably said that as well. Um. And they were happy for him to be involved. But he's basically gone, I'm going to do the soundtrack to Bad Boys 2 because that's going to relaunch my Bad Boys record label.
3: Y'all know damn well. Yeah, right.
1: The naming convention is perfect.
0: Of course. <laughs> Does he own those words? He
1: did his Bad Boys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, it, I, it's a, he, he's on it, right? I don't recall hearing any of his music on the film.
1: Well, he he called up all his friends. He got his uh, Teledex out. Oh, right. And he calls up all his friends. So really, his role—he did a lot of production. He sourced a lot of the artists. He's on Shakey Tail Feather. He does a verse. Yeah. But he gets all his mates. Who See? did he calls up? Jay Z. He's yeah. got Beyonce. He's got Fifty Cent. He's got Justin Timberlake. And I think in in the songs he just does a couple of uh, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh. Y'all know damn well. Y'all know damn well that.
1: It's Diddy, and he does a few of those, and that's the album. Yeah, okay. And it relaunches his label. Pretty clever, I think. Good marketing by Diddy. I just
0: I feel like he kind of bullied everyone into it.
1: (laughs) I think it's good. Yeah. Good on him. It was a really good way to keep his name in rotation. Sure.
0: (laughs) I mean, why not? You know, we've got another album release from a band that I've constantly called underrated, and I have the promotional shirt to prove it. (laughs) <laughs> and I still It's a shame too Because um, this was actually A pretty decent album That was their third album as well And they just It uh, uh, just didn't work out for them Alien Ant Farm released True Ant With the uh, single These Days <laughs>
1: Remember that song. It's a great song. That's a good song. Do you know?
0: I love the film clip for it because what they did was for the film clip, they went to LA, they set up across the road from, I believe, the Kodak Theatre on Hollywood mm-hmm. Boulevard mm-hmm. during the BET Awards. So all these rappers are coming out in limos and stuff, and Alien Ant Farm are in the building across the street with a PA set up, and they start performing while everyone's trying to do the red carpet. So you've got like, oh, yeah, and, my they, gosh. and they and they made that the film clip for it. So the, 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 there's like Nelly's looking out the window of the car going, "What the hell's going on?" And they
1: didn't get removed.
0: Uh, I think they got in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, and I think they did eventually get removed by the the authorities, but like by the it took a long time between people discovering what was going on mm. and actually getting to the top of the building that they are at to physically remove them. So it was a, it was a cool little stunt and That's it made for an actually really good video clip as well, which was very clever. So unfortunately you know, it, they didn't do all that well from the album, but I still think it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, I like that song. Yeah. Neptunes also had an album release, the Neptunes Present Clones, which is a compilation album that they produced featuring this very well-known song from Jay-Z.
3: Every time your name was bought up, I would act all nonchalant in front of an audience. Like you was just another shorty, I put, I put the, the naughty on. on. But uh, yeah. truth be told, you do me for a loop this hole. I'm too old to be fronting when I'm feeling Denzel and acting like you ain't a when you are like you ain't my girl I'm when you are ready to stop when you are
0: well-known song
1: you don't know that nah. you don't know fronten
0: not really what
1: is wrong with you
0: I'm just that frontin'. is a great mm. song.
1: <laughs> that is a great song and I look I think anything the Neptune's touch I love
0: they're uh, very good producers. oh
1: they are mm. smooth
0: you know who else had an album this week rancid. Hmm. Rancid, they released an album called Indestructible as their sixth studio album and this is the song Travis Bickle from that album I like Rancid I'm not a huge fan but I like that they're a big raucous punk band
1: I don't know them. I know the name because there's some connection to Pink. And I can't remember what the connection was.
0: Same hairdressers?
1: No. I I feel like it's not that she went out with one of them. I think that maybe they helped her with one of her albums or did some songwriting. There's some connection with Pink.
0: They may have done. Ray would be able to help you with that answer. He's a big fan of Rancid. He would know. He would know. And Good Friend
1: um, of Pink as well.
0: Yeah. So that was the song Travis Bickle, which is but obviously written about Robert De Niro's character in Taxi Driver, which I just love that reference as well. It's Ooh. really cool. So that was their album, Indestructible.
1: And our final album released this week twenty years ago, one that you definitely would have had in your collection. <laughs> oh, Bow Wow's third album, Unleashed. He's dropped a little. Woo woo. He's oh. Bow Wow now. It's Lil not Little Bow, bow, bow. bow. Wow. No, become, he's Big Bow Wow. Is that
0: because he's, uh, his Bow Wows he's, are dropped?
1: Bow, his Bow Wow voice is broken and mm. he's got his third album, Unleashed, featuring this song called My Baby with Jagged Edge. Oh,
0: My Baby? He didn't mess around. <laughs> I'm
3: thinking I could give you a call and we can pick it up where we left off. I'll yeah, I
2: Oh,
1: well, they wow. grow up so quickly.
0: Don't they just? Oh, listen Little to that wow, voice. Just bow wow. He's not
1: bow wow wow, upo upa where my dog's at. He's my it's, baby.
0: He's, it's still pubescent.
1: It's a lot deeper.
0: Mm, it's a lot <laughs> deeper. So it's the subject matter of his music.
1: <laughs> Next. All right. Our final album. We do have another album. I forgot. But Jessica right. Simpson. How could oh. I forget? <sighs> She's released her third studio album called In This Skin. This was a big album for her because it was quite a shift because she was part of that whole pop brigade with Christina and oh, Britney. Cl- but she was they a much, much
0: more cut, wasn't she?
1: Because well, her dad was a minister. Yeah. Remember she had but the – was creepy, wasn't he? Was it Joe? Papa Joe Papa was a Joe, minister. Yeah. And there was always this stuff about her wearing the – what are they called, those rings? Promise rings. I don't, is that what they're called? I don't
0: know. Yeah, promise they, rings.
1: But the, the rings, the once say that you're not gonna it's, wait till you get married. It's rings. like a, it's like a, a, chast-
0: it's the, it's, a chastity belt without the big <laughs> heavy lead and the padlock over your for JJ. It's basically it's a little bit easier to get around the ring in, basically it's a bit says easier to get I'm, around. The, you know, yes. my hymen is Where, still intact. You can, wear your, yeah.
1: you can wear your skinny jeans a bit easier, yeah. Um, yes, so the wait till you get married ring, but um, so she was, yeah, she was a bit more conservative, I guess. Mm. Um but this, this album was quite the the change in pace for her because she was that pop kind of sound. This one was a bit more R and B, mm. a bit more mature. Mm. Um I think the biggest single from this album was a song called With You. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Debuted at number 10, I think. I like on the, Billboard the visual 200. of
0: nothing but a t shirt on. I really like as Daisy Duke in the Dukes of Hazard oh, movie. I bet you did. And I really love that Carl's Jr. hamburger commercial, too.
1: <laughs> this was her highest charting album. No, I mean,
0: like, I actually feel like a hamburger even just thinking about it.
1: Certified triple platinum. To Orby, uh, silly! Source. over Thanks. 3 million copies. Mm. Also reached the top 10 in Canada and Australia. And can we hold that J-SIMP thought as we jump into entertainment? All right, let's jump.
0: Okay, so I've held that thought. You're Which is thinking? actually pretty good. I was
1: going to say, do you it's have any complaints good. about holding Daisy that Jukes thought? And Nothing but a T-shirt on? Hell no.
0: And my uh, special uh, ring? No. Um, well, <laughs> I beg your pardon?
1: <laughs> TV debut yeah, no, this it's week. It's gone.
0: It's gone now. 20
1: years ago. Yeah. Potentially part of the reason why the album we just spoke about did so well, very, we had
0: very clever marketing. Really, I think it's Geniuses, brilliant. Yeah. Good on
1: your papa, Joe. Mm. Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica, the American reality TV series. Now,
0: there were not debuts. a lot of reality shows going on at the time with celebrity. There was the Osbournes, yeah, and I feel like these guys were one of the earlier ones as well. Yeah, Sorry, I interrupted you, but they debut this week obviously. on
1: on MTV. Mm-hmm. They were married and I think we did it in our Hatch Match Dispatch last year, October 26, Mm. 2002. Mm. So, yeah, Papa Joe moved pretty quickly and got them a deal. The show was actually going to be Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley. Oh,
0: my God. That would have been a freak show and a half, wouldn't it?
1: After their marriage in 94. Mm. But they decided, I think they even filmed a few episodes, but decided not to continue with it. So it was shelved after some pre-production and then Papa Joe swoops in contacts MTV about producing the show but with Nick and Jess.
0: Was this an arranged marriage?
1: Oh, it does feel very promotional. Do you think it was a promotional marriage? I'm
0: asking, I don't mm. know, like but but it's uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Potentially I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, um, uh, it's
0: You've got – so what was he in? He was in uh,
1: – He was in 98 Degrees. Right. And she's released two albums at this point. Yeah. And she's been interviewed over the years. And when she was asked why she went on the show mm-hmm. and why she signed up for it, because, again, it's like, well, this is your life. This is your marriage. Do you really want everybody watching and- it and – Just dissecting everything that you do and criticizing you. And if
0: those pop, if those pop Sheilers have a top three, it's probably Britney, Christina, and Jessica Simpson, isn't it? She
1: was up there with them. Yeah, most definitely. She said that she chose to do the show because it was good promotion for her album in this skin.
0: As a pop sheila, I think this is good promotion. Good good
1: promo, Mm. good promo for the album. Mm. So it started this week 20 years ago and ran until March 2005, 40 episodes. That's That's quite a lot. It's a lot of time to have a camera
0: crew inside your house Mm. uh, looking at your uh, promotional marriage.
1: (laughs) <laughs> mm. Remember, we got it here. We got it quite a few years later, and yep. um, I remember the the person that worked over in promotions because it was on Channel Seven on Prime mm. here in in Canberra. Remember, they gave us the the first copy on VHS. Yeah, I was like, very excited. You have to watch this brand new reality show. It's this singer Jessica Simpson. That's amazing.
3: It's an exclusive. And
1: we we popped it in, and the whole thing was this. She's this dumb blonde, can you believe it? We watched the first episode with this very famous discussion about tuna.
3: Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? I know it's tuna, but it, it says chicken by the sea.
2: So <laughs> <Is that> stupid. <laughs>
3: what?
0: Don't make fun of me right now, I'm not in the mood.
3: You act like you've never had tuna before.
0: I've had tuna fish, like sandwiches and stuff like this. Maybe
3: you and
2: I have eaten tuna like this before.
3: Why is it called chicken by the sea or in the sea? Chicken
2: of the sea is the brand. Oh. Uh, Because a lot of people eat tuna, it's like a lot of people eat chicken, so it's like the chicken of the sea.
3: Okay, I understand that. I was, I read it wrong.
1: I, you know what? I don't think Nick's explanation was very good. I don't think he understood either.
0: I don't like him. I, Because I, it was framed at the time, of, oh, she's such a bimbo. And it really it was, sweet, yeah. And he's just, you know, keeping her, you know, on the straight and narrow because she's so stupid. And I don't like that. I don't like that interaction. I don't like that. I just I, feel- I, At the risk of sounding woke, I don't <laughs> like that interaction because she's like, you know. She is the one that's like, is that stupid? Oh, I read it wrong. Like
1: it's. it's, And it's like she's saying that in reaction to whatever face he's pulled at her. And she's immediately sort of backed off and gone, oh, I'm sorry for saying something so silly. But he didn't explain it very well either. He just said something like, oh, some people eat chicken, some people eat tuna. Yeah.
0: Dan, don't think you're any less stupid than Um, the the pop star. That's not a very good
1: explanation. I think that's poor branding. That is that is a stupid name for a brand.
0: I agree. I can completely understand the confusion for questioning it. Yes, exactly. While she's at it, she should question a few of the (laughs) Ten Commandments. Yes, in front of Papa Joe, because I don't know that he's read them properly. (laughs) I reckon he's got some tablets carved out of stone in his house.
1: And you're right, the whole angle and the whole promo of the show was this whole dumb blonde. But everybody ended up like people watched it. They they saw the promo and they're like, Can you believe this chick? Let's watch it. But I think people really warmed to her because she was she was just herself and she's and, very
0: young. She was very, very young.
1: But she comes across as such a nice person. She was very innocent. She was nice. She was fun to watch. She didn't take herself too seriously. So the show became quite a phenomenon at the mm, time. And mm. and people really grew to love her. And then you see things like her album just skyrocketing up the charts. And she became this really big household name, much more so than him. Yeah. And I feel like he had a problem with that.
0: I think he absolutely did, and I think this interaction proves that. We're
1: going to have to, like, re-wall our house. <laughs> There's,
0: like, dashes from where you, you don't even
3: move know you're just in. It's coming out of your mouth. You Do not even want you to say "rewall wall our house? I don't know. What the hell you, is that? I don't know. Brat. I'm not a brat. You're a spoiled brat. So what if I'm
0: spoiled?
3: You're a spoiled brat.
0: But I'm not a brat. I am not. I'm a nice girl.
3: You're a bratty girl. I
0: treat you very nice. I hate you right now.
3: Good. Go away. Leave me alone. I am away. I'm always away. Oh, boo-frickin' who You know what? Sob, sob, sob. Like, I'm not doing the same you are. You're not doing half of what I'm doing, baby. Oh, now we're into this now, huh? You think you got it all figured out? I'm not trying to act like I have it all figured out.
0: I'm complaining about the money to get a designer. That's all I'm complaining about. And I just will hire you. That's fine.
3: Well, how am I getting paid if you're hiring me? In the bed. I want to raise with extra benefits. What are those? You know what I'm talking about.
0: Might I'll do it for half the price. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for a case of
1: beer. <laughs> Here's what I say
3: out of
0: it, Nick Lachey. Oh, absolutely. That's stay a big out of it, stay of it, so. out of it,
1: Nick Lachey. Um, Boo, Nick Lachey. It's, this show has had a resurgence. Now that we're coming up to the 20 years, it's interesting how this happens mm. with a lot of the shows that we talk about when they hit the 20-year mark. All of a sudden people start talking about them on the TikTok and people start watching them because I think they bring them out on Netflix yeah. or whatever the subscription yeah. channel of choice.
0: So it hasn't dated well. The
1: TikTokers... Mm. Are up in arms. Of There's they a are. whole hashtag thread. I don't even know what you call it on the TikTok. A whole bunch of talks. It's a whole bunch of tox all over the a place. A whole bunch of tick heads <laughs> talking <laughs> that, about
0: that, that have were not even born in the 90s.
1: But they're irate. Yeah. And. They hate Nick. Mm. Everyone hates Nick, and they're pulling out of the out of the show all the bits where he's absolutely horrible to her. And it's all over. It's all over TikTok.
0: Look, I, I, maybe he wasn't horrible to her all the time. I mean, it's good television, right? It's not going to be good television if it's all lovey-dovey and then just enjoying that. But
1: life. nobody said he was terrible at the time. Everyone no, was just bagging her out and just looking at him like this I, I, big heartthrob. I think
0: he's. Um, I think he's got no control over her um, and that's good and I think he's insanely jealous of her career because mm. when she says I'm away all the time yeah. and he's like, well, so am I, we're doing the same thing and she's like, I'm doing way more than you. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I've seen the Dukes of Hazzard and the Carl's Jr. commercial, you're doing way more than that boy. <laughs> you, that boy is a kept man and he doesn't even know it. He should watch his mouth around you, Miss Simpson.
1: Yes, but a very interesting one to, to re-watch now.
0: Like I said, case of beer.
1: <laughs> over to the. I'll fix your gashes. Over to the box office oh, now. Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Yes. Mm. Uh, oh, God. I'll let you. I'll let you chat about this one. I feel like oh, Freddie versus I, Jason. I feel okay. like this is in your wheelhouse. All right,
0: cool. Let's go back to Giga. This is, yeah, okay, cool. Freddy versus Jason uh, crossover film. The, mm. the, 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 the bad guy team up. Here's the trailer.
2: Welcome to my nightmare.
3: We're not safe awake or asleep.
2: Why won't you die? Freddie versus, versus
0: Jason. Jason. Place your bets. Uh, Sports better got Freddy Krueger at about a dollar thirty, Jason at about two dollars forty five. Uh, this uh, it, it had the potential to be uh, expen- uh, money spinner. That's what it did. They, they just were they're just going to suck money out of the wallets of horror movie fans, basically. With this, is
1: one. so. Jason is Jason the one with the mask?
0: Right, well, there's a couple with masks, but Jason is he the one is with the, one the hockey, hockey mask? mask. Yeah, Camp and is Crystal that Crystal Lake.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's not the Jamie Lee Curtis. No, one. that's Halloween. Okay. Yeah, so, so he's camp. Oh, okay. So he's the one I am scared of. Yeah.
0: So Friday yes. the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth is Camp Crystal Lake. Yes. Jason Voorhees, Nightmare on Elm Street. Everyone knows it's like Johnny Depp was in the first movie and got killed. I
1: know. I know who. Yeah. I know Freddie. Yeah, I so just get Jason and the other guy confused. Jason I, and the Halloween. I kind
0: of roll my eyes because I'm like, this time around, mm. Freddie is trapped in hell. He's trapped in hell and he can't scare anyone in their dreams. So okay. he's trying to regain power. So what he does is Freddy hatches a plan and he's gonna resurrect Jason with Freddy magic. <laughs> I don't even know how he does it. Sprinkle his so little So Jason's f- dead. Yeah, sprinkles his little Freddy dust <laughs> and then sends uh, Jason on a killing spree in Springwood, right? And then they they, they Jason finds out that he's been Freddie's puppet and they clash. They fight.
1: He didn't like the Freddie dust.
0: No. He didn't like the <laughs> Freddie dust and was like, Freddie, I was happy being dead and I don't want to sit here and do your dirty work. Take your and do dust. your own back. dirty work as much as I like <laughs> killing people anyway. Kelly Rowland was in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. She was trying to call 911 in one of the scenes where she was using Excel and that's why she died. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Serves it right. 20, really? it cost them it. twenty-five million. They made hundred and fourteen. That's a pretty that's good return. A good, on yes, that's yeah. good. Mixed reviews. Some people thought it was a great concept bringing them together. I thought it was a load of crap. Uh, <laughs> Forty-one from critics, fifty percent from the audience. It was like it was very graphic and it, it was gory and fun and stupid. I hated it.
2: <laughs>
0: it's time for the hatches, matches, and dispatches. Spoiler alert! Oh no, I can't remember who won in Freddy versus Jason. Doesn't matter. We'll keep moving on. So, like, there's not much happening. So we might as well just do this. <laughs> Let's go straight out with a birth, mm. a birth. Somebody turning twenty. Our hatch match and dispatch. Dispatch. I did it again. <laughs> I dispatched everywhere.
1: Don't, don't dispatch this person. Oh, no. no. It's their get, birthday.
0: Bring a mop into the studio, please. <laughs> I'm dispatched all over the desk. Uh, okay. <laughs> what uh, celebrity, celebrity having a birthday said this?
3: My message to the youth would be I think the most important thing I've learned, at least, um, is don't make temporary decisions. Sorry. Don't make permanent decisions based off of temporary emotions.
0: My message to the youth from the youth, from, is, from someone who is also a youth,
1: a, who is a youth, yes,
0: yeah, and that's that's okay, but it does it does feel a little bit arrogant, doesn't it? Like he's, It's
1: a good message, though. It is a lovely and message. And I do detect an Australian accent,
0: barely. But if you said the kid Leroy, <clears throat> you would be correct. Real name Charlton Howard, yes. Australian singer songwriter. He did the song Without You. He was born in Waterloo, Australia.
1: He started recording in his early teens mm-hmm. and it was SoundCloud where he got his big Good breakthrough, old SoundCloud as well as YouTube. Our biggest breakout came in 2018 and he caught the attention of rapper-producer Juice World, mm. who became a mentor and friend to him. And then in 2019 he released his debut mixtape. And did a collaboration with Juice World on. Was he like 16 years old then? Mm. Wow. Mm. Did mm. a collab with Juice World. Uh song was called Hate Me, this one here.
3: Yeah, I love you, but I hate me, hate me all.
1: That yeah, that was a big turning point for him and that got him a lot of coverage acclaim and then really big artists wanted to team up with him after that. So he has collabed with marshmallow Miley Cyrus and probably this one is one of his most famous ones with the Biebs. Oh, oh,
2: oh, 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 oh. I' up, up if you can't be right
0: that That's a very big song. Love that, that song.
1: song. It's pretty good. A run to that song. It's pretty it's good. He's it's a to pretty run to. talented kid. The kid Leroy, he is. And his mum, because when we're when we're, when I was looking this up, I'm like Kid Leroy. I remember pronunciation guy told us about Kid Leroy in a show two years ago. Yeah, I was like, what were we talking about? Kid Leroy pronunciation guy, and I was like, hang on a minute. Kid Leroy's mother was connected to someone and then I started thinking and then I was like, I think it had something to do with taxidermy. And then I started thinking and then I was like, Scott Cam, no Scott Kane. So remember when we were talking about Scott Kane? Wow, that
0: was just like. uh, I
1: got there in the end.
0: I'm terrified at how your mind works sometimes.
1: (laughs) So remember we were talking about uh, pop stars, Scott Kane. Yes. But then we started talking about Scott Cam and his taxidermy oh, and I dog. Think that
0: was my fault, wasn't no, it? No, it
1: was Wikipedia's fault because when I looked up Scott Kane, it said not to be confused for Scott Cam. And then I the story. And then we got off topic about dog. the taxidermy dog. Mm. So then when I was writing about Leroy, I started thinking about taxidermy. I'm like, why am I thinking about taxidermy? No, Kid Leroy's mother. Was the manager of Scott Kane, not Scott Cam with the dog, but Scott Kane from Pop Stars.
0: And this is why, like, I am not afraid in any way, shape, or form of artificial intelligence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because there is no fucking way
0: that artificial intelligence could have put all of that together.
1: I know. I know. Right? Amazing, right? right?
0: Cop that.
1: <laughs> that is. But then incredible. you listen to that. I think the point I'm trying to make here, besides the connection and besides the fact that I remembered something from two years ago, <laughs> you have her own son mm. collabing with the Beebs and Miley Cyrus. What is she doing managing? Man, cocaine. Cocaine. Well, that was what? long before. Maybe then, wasn't she it? learned. Maybe she learned a lot. That's where from she that. cut
0: her teeth. She learned the ropes. She <laughs> made
1: some mistakes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she, then
1: went, the, Son, I've learned. She went
0: off and got a degree in <laughs> dog taxidermy. And oh, you're phenomenal. That's amazing. That is, And that is the end. That is, and I think that's all that needs to be said. I mean, you've got actors that are striking, you know, mm. because of they're worried about artificial intelligence. Ooh. And i just present you with Exhibit A <laughs> right there as to why it will never be as good as the human brain. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm very serious. And I want to tap your amazing brain to find out what's happening next week.
1: Oh, that's a very good question.
0: You haven't even done anything. I
1: haven't done any show prep for next week because I was too busy thinking about taxidermy dogs and the Kid Leroy. Mel's done f***
0: all because she's been off on a tangent, so next week will be a surprise. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening yet again. Join us. Same time next week. Every Thursday, the episodes come out. Keep make sure talking you, for a little make bit. Make sure you hit your subscribe button and your follow button so you get those automatic downloads because that helps us out heaps. And yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you, you to, to the, the e- person
1: that gave us a five star review on Spotify. And yeah. someone gave us a five star review on Apple. We, I, I keep track. I keep that track. Was, so thank you. That was super
0: kind. And we really do appreciate And we just appreciate you for taking the effort to listen to us. Take us for on your walks or in your car or wherever the hell you enjoy this podcast, Ooh. it means the absolute world to us. What do you got? We've you got the MTV
1: juicy? Video Music Awards. Oh, I think this is the one where Madonna pashes Brittany and Christina.
0: Well, okay, don't spoil it. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, That's we'll, all I'll okay. say about That'll that. Do. Enough said. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for taking the time to rewind. Join us next time for another week that
2: was 20 years ago. In the meantime, come and reminisce on the socials. Search for T-20 Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and
0: TikTok.